This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 209, Arrival. Road trip? Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did so wise you are. was that he created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm about to start my van because we're going on a road trip to the Arrival movie. <laughs> we are going to arrive at the theater for Arrival. Okay, so... Alright, Ben, why why the, why the lack of enthusiasm for this? This isn't Suicide Squad. Okay, look, the lack of enthusiasm is not for the movie. I will tell you that right now. Okay. It's just, this is not a typical road trip type of movie. Uh, it features actors who have been in typical road trip movies. I was just going to say that. It has uh, Lois Lane and it has Hawkeye. And if How It Should Have Ended is any indication, we're going to see Henry Cavill in this thing. Yeah, that actually is a really good video. Um, How It Should Have Ended, a rival trailer, uh, simply because it is just totally picking up on the whole... Uh, well, it's, it's Amy Adams... And Jeremy Renner, who are starring in this movie. And I am, like I said, very, very excited about seeing this movie because it looks like we are in for a sci-fi movie that is not just shooting things and beating up things and tricking Dormammu to uh, not not come into the world or whatever. No, this is more. It looks more like a hard sci-fi movie. About first contact. Ooh. Ben, I'm so excited. It feels like my butt's getting warm. Um, you might want to look down there and see if the... It's the, on. I'm not talking. Anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, this this van has seat warmers. <laughs> and I didn't do this to you just now, but there were some road trips where I may or may not have just kept sneaking and turning on my wife's uh, seat warmer so that she would get curious like what's going on and I realize it was on turn it off and then I turn it back on and she would feel like wait a minute I thought I just turned that off and yeah so yeah we are using different equipment we did test this equipment out on a future episode that we, but we tested it out without the vehicle running so hopefully this is not going to be too distracting but we are in the van you are in the van with us right now traveling to see the Arrival. All right. So, Ben. Yeah, we... Evan. Okay. First of all, what are you wearing? Uh, you mean who am I wearing? Who are you wearing? I am wearing a flannel shirt with a plain t-shirt. 
shirt underneath. I am wearing a vest, not a vest, sweater sort of thing, and a leather jacket, and underneath it all, my Batman v Superman Old Navy t-shirt. See, this is a lot more exciting when we're going to the movies where people, like, dress up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not that. We're going to this movie that... I'll be surprised if there's anyone there, to be honest. Yes, it is 10.15 at night when we're seeing this thing. Yeah. So, yeah. on a Sunday. Because uh, that's when we can go see it. And that's actually why we're doing the road trip. Because this way we are... Instead of celebrating the movie with, like, a road trip party time, we are actually consolidating our travel time into recording time so we can get this episode out uh, for this this weekend. Very true. So, Ben, you wanted to talk about... Here comes Railroad Tracks. Okay. Ben, you wanted to talk about um, not just the movie, but first contact movies in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know much about this movie. I've read the short story. Uh, I can't remember the guy who wrote it now, but I I bought the book that has this short story in it, specifically for this short story. Um, and... I, like I said, I've been excited about this. When I found out this was based on a short story, I thought, you know what, I'm jumping in. I read the short story, and it's a good short story that has very personal stakes in it for the main character. It's very much a story about a woman who is dealing with just a lot of different uh, life things that happen, things that happen over time, and she's experienced some tragedy and she's experienced some loss and and things like that but then she gets called on because she's a linguist and uh, she is getting called upon to help translate the uh, language of these aliens who have come and as she explores their language and learns about their worldview and how they experience the world she also then learns a little bit about herself and a little bit about life and so basically is an alien uh, language lesson <laughs> that has some life lessons in it. Great short story. I don't know how they're going to translate this into a movie that's actually exciting. But, you know, depending on if you if you like the characters, you, you get drawn into a movie that doesn't have to have a lot of action to be exciting because you like the characters and want to see what's going to happen with, with them, to them. I'm hoping for something I enjoy. But, Evan. Yes. I mean, this is, you know, this is... uh, Seeing the trailers, I was instantly thinking about, like, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You, um, when you see the spaceships coming down over, you know, different places on on Earth, my mind goes to Independence Day. Yep. Um, Or, uh, uh... The Day the Earth Stood Still, the Keanu Reeves one. Yeah. So not just first contact movies, but but just that alien arrival movie, you know, where they they come, you know, first contact movies could be, I mean, how many Star Trek episodes are about first contact? But this is definitely that first contact was a special kind of first contact where our world is going as it is today. And then we are touched by life from another world. And, yeah, The Day the Earth is Still is a great example, not just the Keanu Reeves version. Have you seen both versions? Oh, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. I was, that's, that was my, that's my favorite black and white movie. Um, and it was, the, that was like the only one I'd ever seen when I first saw it. And I was blown away 
that the effects still held up pretty much. Well, maybe not the robot effect, but uh, I mean, I mean, it's still, it's still, it's the still robot great. effect yeah. holds up if you consider that maybe the metal he's made out of is pliable. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's it's great. I loved it, and so I was super super pumped when the Keanu Reeves one was coming out. I wanted to see it so bad. Which was directed by, I don't know, Scott Derrickson, who directed Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you haven't seen Sinister that he directed. No, and I never will. Uh, and you probably haven't seen the Hellraiser movie that he directed, or the Final Cut movie that he directed. Final Cut with uh, with Robin Williams? No, not okay. not Final Cut. Yeah, it's one of the, it's a horror movie series that oh. has to do with Final. That's not it. Final Destination? Like no, no, no. It, it has to do with Urban, Urban Legend. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Urban Legend. But anyway, he uh, yeah, he directed that the day the Earth stood still. And the unfortunate thing is that it is linked and cannot be unlinked to a legitimate classic of science fiction. Yeah. That's the one bad thing. If it was just its own movie, uh, it would have been much... Well, I don't know. I don't know if it would have been better received because it doesn't have the title with recognizability. Like, yeah. The Arrival does not have a title, you know, that's going to bring you in. This is not a remake of anything. It's from a short story that, granted, is a good short story, but it's not like, oh, everyone's read that story. Right. I did not enjoy the remaking it into, uh, Day of the Earth is still, remaking it into a Save the Planet sort of thing. Uh, well, and obviously they updated for the times because it was right. a statement back in the day about nuclear weapons. And nowadays, the, the, the Cold War and all that stuff. The more yeah. pressing issue is is the environment, I guess. But I, it took a lot of the punch out of it for me. Do we already talk about how this is not one one way anymore? Yeah, not on the not on the podcast. I don't think. Though. Okay. So I was with you when that happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've changed all the streets in our city. Well, two of them. <laughs> At least. Well, two of them that we would use to get to the theater and back from the theater. They've added a bunch of roundabouts everywhere. Roundabouts everywhere. That's right. You said that too. Yep. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, first contact movies. The whole, the idea of we are not alone. I mean, Close Encounters of the Third Kind is the first one that comes to mind for me. I think because that's the one that in spite of all of the controversy that we've had on the podcast uh, about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And the controversy even goes deeper than what you have heard if you've listened to that episode where we talked about that movie. We That episode, I cut out like a half an hour of our discussion. <laughs> it got very heated. Was that the Steven Spielberg episode? Uh, it probably was. Okay. Yeah. And it got very heated because we were all just like coming from different directions and we started, and then it got really personal. Like not personal, like where it's getting heated and I'm, you know, making fun of Dr. Jace's parents or anything like that. But it got very personal where we started talking about like our own personal stories and our own fathers and our own roles as father and, and talking about like, because basically Richard Dreyfus abandons his family right. at the end of, of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And that was inexcusable for not just the character to do, but for the movie to do. That was kind of uh, the unpardonable sin for real depth and enjoyment and for me it was just no I, I could totally look past that like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm into this man I, I, I see myself in him you know because he's getting called and he's getting called to this 
super important mission. He's leaving everything behind. And we got in this whole conversation about, you know, unless you hate your mother and father and, right. you know, and you cannot follow me. You, you can know. definitely see the, the metaphor in there if you're looking at it as metaphor. Yeah, yeah. And, but if you're looking at it as, you know, this is a, an example of fatherhood, no, it's not a good example. No, okay. Not at all. And I, I, I will grant them that, definitely, but. Anyway, all right. Some other some other first contacts. My per, one of my personal favorites, and I might get a lot of flack for this, but I don't care. All right, Battleship. I haven't seen that. I love that movie. Like it is a shameless Michael Bay style smash 'em up explosion alien movie, but I don't care. It's just fun, fun, fun. So this is a two way street too. Yeah. We're on, it's everywhere, sorry, We're on what used to be a three-lane, one-way street that's now a two-lane with turning lane, two-way street. Nobody cares who is listening right now. It has nothing to do with science fiction, faith, or anything like that. But <laughs> Ben, you should watch Battleship. I own it. I, I, I'll lend it to you. I, I would like to actually watch that one. It's um, great. It's The best part is when you realize the entire thing is just one gigantic elaborate setup for them to actually play Battleship. And see, that's the one thing that I kind of knew <laughs> is that they they make it there. And I didn't... Like, I didn't they get there. When I saw that, I was like, okay, it's Battleship in name only. We'll just watch it. No! They're okay. doing it! All right, all right. B1! No, that one... Hit! <laughs> there is a future episode coming, ladies and gentlemen, about um, a movie that Evan tries to convince me to see, and I won't give you the the ending of that. I will say that you don't even have to convince me. You have me at. I have the movie. Do you want to borrow it? Okay. okay. So. Great. Ah, uh, and then twenty five here, and then the classic. Um, what? <laughs> Ben's talking about the speed limit. Now. This was never twenty five, was it? I don't know. This is ridiculous. Okay. Then there's the classic first contact movie. First uh, contact, Star Trek. The. Oh, I've never first seen contact. that one. See, you know, I was thinking about this. There is a list of Star Trek movies. I need to make you a list of the movies and episodes that will just give you the best overview. And you might have seen some of them. But, you know, just to give you the best overview, the flyover of the Star Trek. You know, I've been thinking the same thing with the Batman. For Um, you. So, we'll trade. That's what we'll do. We'll trade. We'll see. I liked that first episode that we watched together. That was decent. Yeah. My kids liked it. It just gets better. Um, okay. So, your movie that you... Yeah. Larry Boy and the Fib from Outer Space. <laughs> well, technically speaking, yes. <laughs> I, I guess Obviously, so. that one's in jest, but it's still good. It is about aliens coming. It's, yep. I thought I'd fit more into like your Invasion of the Body Snatchers type of movie, where it's an alien invasion... Uh, but on a small scale. Yes. Well, we or, never or said it had to be an invasion. A quieter invasion, I should say. Just the first contact. Technically, E.T.'s no, a first no, contact it, movie. You're, you're right, you're right. But not of, of this sort, where it's like this global right. thing. And that's, that's where the interest in me for this probably comes out of... It's a global uh, alien arrival. Yep. And it affects the world as a whole... But then it's not really, you know, it's not Independence Day. It's not Mars Attacks. It's V. It's not even V. Have you watched? Oh, you watched the new V, didn't you? I watched some of the new V, yes. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, you're you're right. The original V, man. Oh, my goodness. That, I think I told you my story about that, where I, (laughs) 
my cousin and I, they were, they were moving. And so he had just a ton of boxes in his room, all, all his stuff. And then we snuck a TV up into oh, his yes, room yes. and we had to cover it up yes. with a pillow and when, my, when my parents or his parents would come. Uh, but we were watching the first part, that first Sunday evening showing of the V miniseries. And man, did that thing. Oh, it struck us. That reminds me of the scene from Iron Giant where he's not supposed to be watching the horror movie. Mm-hmm. And he like builds a fort. Yeah, uh, Iron Giant, another one of those first contact <gasps> movies, really, when you get down to it. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. That is a great, great movie. I haven't watched that in such a long time. Actually, I think it's on the top of my list. It, It's in my top three movies ever. Um, well, we're here at the theater, and I think we made pretty good time, though, even though that... We did. That street went down to 25. Does it usually take 15 minutes to get here? Uh, and we, we even stopped. Well, we, we stopped at a stop sign for a while. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a stop stop, but um, yeah, we're here. Yeah. Time to talk about this movie is over. We are going to go watch the movie now. And when we come back, we will be talking about it with spoilers, I think. We'll see. We might start off without spoilers, but we will make sure that you know if there's spoilers or not. And yeah, here we are. Showplace AMC. And let's go get some rewards for our card. All right. All right. Spoilers. 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 And we're back. All right, Evan. Yes, Ben. Putting in gear. We're driving. Heading home. Yes, indeed. We saw the movie. It happened. It was a movie. So, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, based on your question, as the movie was finishing, I am under the impression you weren't a big fan of this one. You said it was, so... the, sh- was the short story as good as this? <laughs> no. Was this as good as a short story? Yes, that Something was my like question. that. So boring, Ben. Uh, <laughs> so boring. That was, I, I guess that's your own fault for not being able to sit through a thoughtful sci-fi Good movie. grief. No, I can sit through a thoughtful sci-fi movie, but I could do without the five-minute musical droning interludes to think. I do my thinking after the film. Well, I don't know what you mean there. I mean, it's just, it was, there were so many parts where it's just, oh, let's take this really close up look at Amy Adams' face again and again, and we'll listen to the music drone on in the background, and we'll do the flashbacks. I mean, I was really bored. <laughs> I was Sorry, look, man. <laughs> I was looking at my clock towards the end there. I was done. I was enjoying it. I liked it a lot. Mm. I really did. I enjoyed the stuff that it was saying. I enjoyed the way it was saying it. Uh, eh. There's a little bit of a whole, you know, having a hard time communicating with everybody because you don't have one person we can just talk to who's in charge of all of y'all. But, yeah. Uh, so we've got spoilers coming here. Yep. But yeah, this this thing's about 
communication with other people. It's about like where, what are your motivations for, for doing the things you're doing and uh, understanding people and learning. You know, I, I wondered if it was going to be like this because, like I said, the short story is kind of all about someone learning a language. So, so it was a lot like that. It was. It was a lot like that. It was not just a lot like that. It was like that. Like that's that's what they went with. Yep. Now there is a twist, and the twist was really really good. But I do not know if it was worth sitting through all of that just to get to that twist. And I would say, for someone who's looking for. Uh, movie that makes you think and makes you want to think. This is this is a good one because you know you're talking about how well I could do without a movie that stops for me to think in the middle, but I appreciated that because I was able to stop and say you know wow this is interesting because this is kind of uh, taking a look at um, like those big moments in history. And I wasn't thinking so much about 9-11. I was actually thinking about the night of uh, when we went in to Iraq after 9-11 or wherever it was that we went in first. And and just staying up and watching the, the coverage and, and my wife just saying, you know, you're not helping anything by staying up and watching this. It's not you're not going to change anything by, by doing this. Um, know you're not going to change anything by worrying about this right now and just come to bed go to sleep you know that kind of thing and and how those big moments are are huge moments but then there's huge moments in your personal life that you have that you don't share with anyone else except for maybe your your closest relatives or friends or stuff like that but at the same time those are just as big in your life and and so kind of just watching this juxtaposition as she's got her daughter who's dying of this incurable disease and she's also got this situation with the spaceships coming and everyone on earth stopping to figure out what in the world is going on and you know I mean I'm able to it's giving me space to think about those things I you know I'm I'm teasing you obviously about you being a part of the younger generation that has no attention span but uh (laughs) I really do believe, like that, this this movie, it, it it uses those moments to give you time to digest and to think and and to say, okay, well, what about this? You know, the shutdown communications and and they're talking about you know communication with, um, you know, the one guy says I'm I'm single, you know, because I never learned to communicate well, you know, and she says, look, look. Uh, you can know you can know how to communicate and, and still be single and and it's just this you know you, there's the communication with interpersonal relationships but then there's just this kind of broader based question of just worldwide and stuff like that it just for me for me uh, I liked it I liked sitting and, and thinking and I like you know, wondering about the mystery and you know what do these things mean they spend a lot of time just parsing verbs like Yep. Uh, use weapon. What does this mean? Is this does it really mean weapon, or could it mean tool? You know, and 
they could have lopped off a good 45 minutes of this movie. It, it could have. And they, they could have turned it into an episode of The Outer Limits. Yeah. And actually, there in some ways was an episode of The Outer Limits that kind of was like this. It's the one that inspired Alan Moore with Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And that's another one that I, I was kind of thinking about here because at the end of Watchmen, spoilers, but um, there's a, I'm not specific, but there's a big thing that happens that uh, brings the world together, you know? And, and that's what you have here where you have these aliens and we said we're going to spoil the movie this is the spoiler part 3,000 years in the future these aliens are going to need our help so they're coming to give us their help right now so that we're still around to help them it's all self-preservation yes and so we can I assume advance even further with that the help they give us to be in a position to help them I, I'm not even convinced that it was that they were going to they didn't give anything except for they gave her the gift of their language. Which she can now give to everybody else. Maybe. Maybe. Well, this showed her teaching it. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. But, I mean, whether or not she can actually give it is another thing. I mean, they, she comes into contact with them. She goes into their Yeah, but that's the, whole, that's the whole reason they mentioned that theory. If you learn somebody else's language, it rewires your brain. Right, right. So, but the question is, can she actually rewire? Is she enough? It doesn't really matter too much because, honestly, again, they want us to be around in three thousand years. Right. So that's what they're going for. Yep. And okay, Ben. So, anything else you want to say about? Would you like the twist? Yeah, but I was expecting that. Is that the short story? It is the short story. That was a good twist. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Where the entire movie, we see Christopher Nolan-esque flashbacks uh, where they just are randomly showing up. You see glimpses of things in the past and, and they have something loosely to do with what's going on in the present. But then you realize at the end, all of it was not the past. It was the future. Yeah. So there's and there's a double twist to it as well, because it's stuff from the future, but it's also stuff that helps her in the present. Yes. And so it's not just oh, it's my future that I'm seeing. It's oh, it's my future that I'm seeing, and it's going to help me to solve this mystery, and it's going to help me to have the things that I need in order to stop. Again, the short story didn't have all the global stuff in order to stop this global war. And and so, like, the, the whole thing with uh, meeting the general at the ball. Yeah. He's, you convinced me. And she's like, I, I called you? Yeah, yeah, because you had my personal number. I had your personal number? Yeah, because here it is. I'm going to show it to you right now. So now you're going to know it in the past. And I also, you, the you told me exactly, you know, what my wife said, what her dying words were. And... She's oh, and and she's rem- so she's remembering the future. So it really is. It's flashbacks, in the sense that she's remembering it, but it's flashbacks from the future. Yep. And yeah, <laughs> that's about as interesting as it got. That's that's not true, Evan. I mean, <laughs> it, no, I don't think it was. Know. It was interesting to, when they were going into the spaceship and everything, but man. There is... It is just like watching a movie in slow motion, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, sorry you felt that way, man. I was. really am. I'm sorry that we 
we basically seem to see two different movies. Uh, I saw an interesting sci-fi movie that was not about explosions, and you saw a really boring sci-fi movie that was not about... I've, I've watched lots of sci-fi movies without explosions that were great. Yeah, I, This one was just so slow. It was like playing at half speed. I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're tired. I don't know. Even just getting to the, even just getting onto the spaceship. Yes, it's supposed to be tense, and it kind of was. I don't know. No, it asked it asked you for wonder. It asked you to to stop and and think and and reflect. You know, you know, it's the difference. This movie is the difference between like a really contemporary pop uh, church service. And a complete contemplative service where you're you just asked to come and sit. And See, those are the ones stop. I don't like to go to. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, but you need to have those. That's the thing. You, like, and I don't know if it's generational or if it's personal or personality. You know, but I think it's personality because when I when I go to reflect, I just don't like to be around other people. You know, like I don't. I really don't like going to those church services where everybody comes together and we all sit and we all pray in our own little corners. I'd rather just do that by myself out in the field somewhere in my closet or something. Oh, but I'm, I'm not even talking about that kind of service where you're asked to sit in your corner and reflect. I'm talking about like your, your more liturgical service where there's just, there's liturgy and there's, you know, there's meaning and, and it's, it's stop here and, and we're, we're doing this. Why are we doing this? And yeah, I, I, I found the movie to be very, very enjoyable. I won't say very, very exciting, but there there are exciting, tense moments, and they take their time moving from point A to point B. Uh, there are a couple dings I would give it. One is there's a point where they just stop and have voiceover that says, and then we did this and this and this and understood this. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. Where Jeremy Renner comes on and starts yeah, narrating? Yeah. That was my favorite part of the movie, Ben. That was literally my favorite because part. Because they move fast yes, for you. Yes, yes. See, I, I wish I, I was like, finally! <laughs> I, I, I'd like to check and see like what other people your age are saying. Because oh. it could be a generational thing where you, it's just to stop, to think, to take things slow. There, there's there's room for that. There's, there's room for that. And this is very much, this is more, more 2001 than... Independence Day, or I was reminded of Contact as well. Um, See, I wasn't I wasn't looking for an Independence Day sort of movie. I I'm just saying this is a lot more like 2001 than it was like Independence Day. Um, the other the other thing I didn't like was just the whole hey we're gonna we're gonna not have war and we're gonna all sing Kumbaya together. Yeah. And and all of a sudden everything's okay. But I liked the the times that they stopped to show you what's going on in the world, and I mean they did it in the form of news reports. Which there, so there's some cliche stuff going on with the storytelling. It reminded me some of of uh, Shin Godzilla in that regard. Yeah, a little bit. Were these the news reports to yeah give you yeah. exposition? So anyway, well, two very different opinions about one movie. That's right, and <laughs> and now we're back here. Yep. Don't think we're gonna sit around and talk much, no. Nope. Like we did with, I don't know, everything else. Everything else. All the other but movies. I yeah. think the things have been said that needed to be said. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more that you can Let's, say. There's 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 I 
you can yeah. explore the ideas. You can dive in. There's there's some themes. There's a lot of ideas that they were exploring with this yeah. movie, and there's a lot of theme that they were exploring with this movie. And and uh, again, I just appreciate that it took the time to let you stop, think. Yeah, it would have been nice to get all the ideas, and then we could stop the movie, and then think about all those ideas instead of dragging it out until forever. No, I don't feel like they're dragging it out, though. Mm. I feel like they're giving you time. Well, listeners, so. you watch it, and you come back and tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So, I'm going to press the stop button in just a moment, but first I'm going to say thank you for listening, and Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com, or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message. And once again, thanks for listening.